0: Time for a change? Then this podcast is for you. You're listening to Aha Moments with Coach Ka, a podcast filled with everyday conversations with the goal of building better relationships, unlearning and relearning, and being present as a spiritual being. Helping you free your mind of any fear based thoughts that are holding you back and cultivate an inspired awareness that can encourage you to take action over your life. Here's your host, Coach Ka.
1: Welcome, everyone. And thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast. We are up to podcast number 12. And I just want to thank everybody. Once again, I show much gratitude for each of you for tuning in from week to week, or this may be your first time um, checking out my podcast. Last week, we had a wonderful time discussing the inner journey. And I said some things in there. I wanted to make sure I I listened to my own podcast. (laughs) And I realized when I said I was started in August 23rd of 2020, I meant to say August 23rd, 2022. In other words, I started podcasting just a few months ago. And we're already into um, October, the fall season. This is October 21st, 2022. And we're on episode number 12. And I'm getting a lot of uh, rave reviews from different people across the world. And I just want to thank everyone. The last podcast, The Inner Journey, right now is just, like I said, just been a week and it got over uh, 200 downloads. That may not be a lot to some, but for me, starting off on August 23rd of 2022, I'm very thankful for small beginnings. <laughs> very thankful. So I thank everyone because you guys can be doing other things, but you're tuning in just to catch what you can catch and, and get what you can get. And hopefully it is uh, inspiring you or motivating you or simply just causing you to think deeper than what you've been thinking.
0: Experience more. Make sure to hit that subscribe
1: button now. So for this week, I've been led to do a part two to the uh, inner journey, which is very profound in its own right. I believe we all are on our spiritual journey. We're all on our spiritual path and we're all on different stages. So I was going to name maybe four or five uh, different stages that I've gone through on our spiritual journey. But I just want to, you know, kind of talk and have a part two from what we've discussed last week. I'm reminded of a, um, a Persian poet who was a, a Sufi master. He once said that, I looked in temples, churches, Moscows. But I found the divine within my heart. That guy' name was Rumi. You can look him up if you choose to. And that was very profound. I said that because that was very profound to me. Because I've, as I've always said, even in the last episode, that religion is just not giving us the full story. And if you're like me, you're, you're searching and you're seeking for deeper information, uh, you'll start to realize that one of the main things that I believe this system is trying to not get us to do is to look within ourselves. I said in previous podcasts that they've lied to us for just about everything in this world we see today. From schools to politics to yes, religion to even sex and believe it or not, even our own bodies. They lied to us about that. I believe they lied to us about space, this universe that we're living in. You name it because... I'm just you know, just sitting around thinking and as I meditate often, I, I realize even one school system that we are still in today is it truly preparing us for the world that we are living in today, uh, maybe 20, 30, or 40, or even 50 years from now, if someone's looking back at this podcast, just understand that we're in the year 2022. And I'm just wondering that when you think of education, you think of education that is preparing you for the world. I'm just wondering if you're like me or if there's any teachers looking on or listening on, I should say, do you feel that our system is truly preparing us for the world that we are living in today? You know, uh, things should be always evolving and growing right now. As I'm getting aha moments myself, just about everything we eat now is artificial. Before I even get into this inner journey, think about that for a second, because the inner life feeds off of something different. But when your body is not in part, it's really hard to kind of even tune into that, what I call the divine spark within yourself. Just about everything now is artificial. And to me, education now should be teaching us how to do our own Growing of foods. Because right now the world is deciding what we should eat. And 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 just lying to us on these labels and, and with the G- GMO, and now they're saying non-GMO, but they got biogenetics, and they're saying that can't harm us. So I keep asking myself, then if it can't harm us, why are you even putting it in there? And then someone may come back and say, Well, it's in the soil, or excuse me, it's in the soil. And they are trying to help preserve this, that, and the third. I'm still doing my own research, but I'm saying leave the soil alone. God gave this earth the soil that it need and it gave each plant, each fruit, the many seeds that it would never uh, have a need for anything. But one of the things I'm realizing because of the lies that it was telling us that, you know, hunger is another way to control us. Yes, hunger. We, people may think the dollar control us, but how about hunger? But just the opposite of that is it feels like anyway, because if you can cause a people to be hungry or cause a people to be sick all the time. Yes, there you go. We will have to feed into the system to what get medicated. I didn't say healed because very few people get healed because, see, when you begin to know the divine in you. You will realize now that your own words and can heal you. Yes, your own words can only heal you, but you start to understand what your body needs and what your body wants. And you you can begin to feed it what it needs to not only survive, but thrive in such a dying world. They want to put fear into the world so much that they want us to depend on them for just about everything. But I'm here to tell you right now that even they lie to us about our potential. Yes, our potential. Don't you know you have the potential to be like God? But yet when I speak those words, fear oftentimes come up or doubt comes up because they've been feeding us lies so much that when truth we arrive rather, we think it's a lie. But I'm here to tell you, where do you think you came from? Who, Like I said last week, our parents, our mothers birthed us. They made and created our bodies. We came through that lineage, but you came from something else, somewhere else, and entered into that body. Your soul itself is special, and your soul came from a divine place. Now, I realize we've been conditioned to believe that God dwells in temples and and, and dwells in churches, but that's why I said what I said, what Rumi said, because why can't, God, the divine, live within you.
0: You're listening to AHA Moments with Coach K.
1: So going back to what I was talking about with artificial things, we must understand something that there is a flat out war against you finding out who you are. And all people that discover who they are. Now I'm realizing something as I'm having AHA moments all the time. They they want to make it as if, let me put it this way, because this is this runs deep, and I understand that some will get it and some will not. And some um, I will be planting a seed or even watering it, but watering it, you. But one thing I realize is that when you're dealing with the divine, it almost connected to insanity. I'm going to repeat that. When you're dealing with the divine or you become very highly spiritual and you start waking up to your gifts, it may look like to others that you're insane. Because the reason why I'm saying that is because when we focus so much on just the human nature, it's almost unbelievable that someone can do anything special, like heal yourself or heal others. Prime example, y'all. Because so I don't want to lose you. In our day and time, like I said, 10, 20 years from now, this you'll look back and see what I'm saying. There's something like COVID hap- COVID-19, they call it, happened to us. And it really hit the world, in uh, America, that is for sure, uh, March of 2020. But all of a sudden, they did come up with a vaccine. Yes, a vaccine on a disease or a virus, that is new to us, the people. So I'm saying to myself, okay. And they're making everybody do it. Remember what I said. They 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 gotta create something. And they do a very good job, the media, of creating these things. And I'm not saying right or wrong because again, they created chaos in the matrix that what what I call the matrix we live in. So there's always going to be the fallout of the debate, and this is where the friction and the division come in at. But those of us that are not only just spiritual because we all are, but really are in tune with themselves understand things on a deeper level. So when they come up with the with the vaccine so quickly, I started questioning, okay, that's cool with the with the with the virus that they found so fast, it seems like, and perhaps they were preparing for it. But I'm looking at how something like cancer, as we've been doing so much research, so much to people that is devoting themselves to every year. Yes, this month is October to breast cancer, for an example, just an example, Awareness Month. And we dedicate our lives for sowing donations and seeds into these different organizations to do what? more research on finding an answer to cure cancer. But what if the divine in you figure it out? What if the divine in you have the answer and you start going around healing people? It's going back to what I said, that the divine will appear that you are insane because why we've been doing research for, Many years, let me put it, many years. And we have not found the answer to a man-made disease because cancer did not come from God. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, cancer didn't come from God. So if it came from man, that means man also has the answer. But we're doing every year they raise so much money for the answer. And perhaps the answer is already here. But they just don't want us to have the answer. Why? Because it feeds the system the find the money. It almost goes back to the money part of things. So this inner journey allows you to see that when you start to have these awakenings and these gifts, I just recommend that you don't always tell everybody what you can do or what you can't do. Because, see, I realize it will have you looking crazy. Thinking that you can't do this and you can't do that. And one thing I realized, too, at least when I was growing up, they said this belief and they gave it to me. They said sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt. I don't know if you ever heard that before, but those that do know what I'm saying. And as I grew up, I realized, yes, sticks and stones may break my bones. But the truth is, words can hurt. If you allow them to so what that what i'm trying to say is simply this words are powerful the words that you speak over your life can also change your life so imagine having certain words that you know came from the spirit realm that can heal cancer heal any disease certain vibrations certain sounds can cause your body to awaken to something that's new. That's something that it wants. That's something that it likes that can change and shift everything. What if you come up with that? Why do you think Jesus was kicked out the church? Why do you think that he was crazy? You know, you're turning water into wine. I know that's still symbolism, but come on. He was going around healing people and raising people from the dead. How could that be true? Because remember, The the whole notion is that when you're dead, you're dead. There's no coming back. This is what they feed us. But those of us that know energy or spirit knows that we don't die. We just transform and we go to something else. There's rims to this. But speaking this out in public or in the church, they would think you what? Crazy. So a lot of times you can't speak that level of truth because why? We're not open yet for that. As a collective, yes, it's the few that understand what I'm saying, but as a as a collective as a whole, we're not ready for that just yet, because why this is what they want. They don't want us to ever be ready as a whole because now they can't control us. they can't tell us what to do. they can't promote to us or market to us or what we or what they want us to believe in. See and even religion. Religion now tells us that you can't marry outside of your religion. Because love defines who you can or cannot marry. You see? And I'm going to repeat that. That's powerful to me. That was an aha moment for me anyways, because when I think of love, I'm not going to define it for anybody because we should all have our own definition of it. But one thing I can say, love is love. So you mean to tell me a Buddhist person can't marry a Christian? Or a Christian can't marry a Buddhist person because their religion tells them that they can't because they're not believing the same thing? Doesn't love transcend beliefs? Isn't or doesn't love supposed to be the most powerful force on earth? Have you truly felt love outside of yourself from another person in your marriage or in your relationship? Have you felt love from the children you have raised? From the man that you have given sex to or from, from the man perspective, from the woman that you have given love and sex to as well? Have you felt loved? Do you feel safe?
0: Experience more. Make sure to hit that subscribe button now.
1: Let's move on into the, the work world. <laughs> politics everywhere. I see politics and sports on all levels. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I've been through it in school I, I, I raised my kids I said we, I see what's going on I'm going to try to get you not to get caught up in it And sure enough they got caught up in it too you go to work it's the same thing they don't want you to talk about love and, and helping everyone you know you could be working for the same company but not necessarily on the same team you can be on the same team but yet not on the same page but everything just looks good on what on paper So I'm asking myself, why is this like this? Why do people that have ill intentions that don't truly want to help humanity get high positions because they know the game? I've learned that I couldn't take a Christian mindset into a corporate world and expect people to just bow or just agree with what I'm coming to them with. See, I was coming at one point with a win-win mentality. I was coming because of my nature, not necessarily my human nature, but my divine nature, that it could be a win-win, that I want to be fair. Have you heard the word fair before? Think about the word being fair and think about the job you go to five, six, seven days a week and tell me if, they're, if they really truly want to be fair. Yes, I see that women are now more corporate. They're moving up the corporate ladder now. Before it was a what? It was it was tough for you all, and and I will even go on to say this, and maybe some teachers may agree with this. I think teachers, especially in the public schools, should get paid a whole lot more, whether you're male or female. But the teachers, man, I'm thinking, my goodness, you're talking about raising a whole ne- a whole another generation, and the money is funny. That's for a reason. I'm not saying for you to quit your jobs or anything like that, because I feel personally that most teachers, they love what they do despite of, but come on, the money would definitely help too, right? So looking at all of these things, I'm saying to myself, you know, I see now why a lot of people that start to awaken to their true nature don't say a whole lot publicly. See, I know a whole lot more than what I'm even sharing. But I choose to share what I can share so to cause others to think more deeply about who they are. When I realize they say when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Oh, I'm going to get some students and, and we'll talk, obviously, in private on the deeper things that I've discovered. But as I'm moving along, I realize there are certain things that you go through on your journey. And I just want to point out the different stages that I've gone through on my inner journey. And perhaps you can relate to this.
0: Ready for change? Get in touch with Coach Ka via Ka at IamCoachKa.com for one-on-one, group, or webinar sessions.
1: The first stage that I've gone through was the soul-searching. Yep, I don't know about anybody else, but I got tired of being used by people. I got tired of being controlled by people, even by my goodly nature. Yep, I realize in the world we live in, they just can't help see but kindness as weakness. They can't help it. They can't see beyond that. They just can't help it. No matter how much patience you use with people, no matter how much fairness you be to people, especially your family and, and your friends, some way, somehow, they will try to use you for your goodness. And until you wake up to the game, because sometimes they don't even know that they're doing it in some cases, but in other cases, they know exactly what, what they're doing, what they're doing. They know who to go to for money. They know who to go to when they want to, um, you know, a ride somewhere. They know who to go to on certain things. And they, and they also know who not to go to, who not to play with. So I had to learn to balance the two. If it don't feel right to me, the answer is no. I don't play with it no more. I don't try to make I'm not here to make you feel good. I'm not here to make you feel bad surely not to make you feel bad. But if it's not in the best interest of myself, I just don't do it. And I also learned on a way of giving. Yes, if I'm going to give to someone, I realize before I even give it to this individual, I must realize now that I'm going to give to this individual. And they're going to say they're going to give it back. I'm going to hold them to their word. But at the same time, at the same exact time, my fellow podcaster listeners, if they don't i gave it away anyway i just learn now that i can't trust you with your word so if you come back the second time i already know what you did the first time and i won't hold it against you why because i am not built to hold all anger and bitterness and all these things in my heart. I can't do it. I can't speak for anybody else because some people actually, watch this, get energy from being mad all the time. That's not your boy, Coach Carr. If I'm going to be Coach Carr and live from my soul, I can't be angry with you all the day and all night and holding grudges all the time. That makes me sick. That's one thing I learned about my own self and, and soul searching. So when I'm soul searching, I'm asking you, who am, what would you say? Who am I? Who are you? Why are you here? Are you at that stage of soul searching? Who are you? What is my purpose in life? I've been through that stage. And spirit helped me to, to, to cultivate what am I doing? And, I, and, I, and I've learned that I've, I went through different stages of that. That's why I started off as, as, a, as a, just a Sunday school teacher because I realized, wait a minute, I have this knack to just not only teach, but to bring about a profound awareness in people. I leave people thinking and I didn't realize I had that ability in me. I'm thinking that's, that's common for everybody, but that's not true. See, everybody's on their own spiritual journey. Some, everyone's not here to get that deeper knowledge. Some people are here just to make money and that's it. That's all they want to do. They want to just continue to cultivate their personality. And you might be one of those persons on people that, you know, I'm not looking to go deep with it. I, I know God is in me, blah, blah, blah. And that, that's fine. But I'm really comfortable just helping people make money. That's that's your journey. This is your that's your journey for this time around. And there's nothing wrong with that. Watch this stage two then became after I became asking who I am and my purpose in life and why I'm here and all that stuff. Stage two was an awakening. I was having all of this awakening while I was pastoring. Uh, stage three for me, it, it became more of now facing my fears, facing my childhood trauma. You know, back then I was growing up and I just wanted my parents to actually see me and and, and validate me. I, I, I can't speak for everybody because everyone didn't have a mother and father. But I realized also this world thrives off of. Single parent homes. It's a business. Aha <laughs> uh-huh moment. Yes. Aha uh-huh moment. I realized I'm thinking, man, we should really fight for family with husband and wife and wife and husband and raise the kids. I'm thinking that's a great foundation, right? And that's what I did. That's what happened to me. And, you know, but lo and behold, me even my, me and my father talk about it to this day. You know, he was absent as far as emotionally for me. And, and to this day, he was my best man in my marriage. And, and we talk just about every day now. But what I'm saying is I needed that emotional support. I wanted him to come to my football games and my basketball games and all the sports that I'd done. But he told me something as I got older because my mother was always there. So mom was was right on point. And I loved that about her because she helped balance that, right? But I was looking for dad. I needed that, that fatherly figure. And she was pushing me also for that. But long story short, me and him sat down one day and talked. And he was like, Son, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. When I was going to school back in the day, he was a a star football player. He was a quarterback. I never was a quarterback. I was like uh, back then was like a split in. But today would be a wide receiver. And I could have been a running back. Long story short, just too many running backs for me back then. So I said, let me just catch the ball. And I played defense. But nonetheless, he was a quarterback. And what it was for him, he said they had games right after school. So his dad never came. His mom passed away when he was seven, so he never really had that connection as much as he wanted to, but he wanted his dad, I don't know if he ever wanted his dad to come or not, but he just understood after school, they just never showed up. So for him, his mindset was the same way with me. You get what I'm saying? So when, when he told me his story, that trauma left me and I just began to understand him. <laughs> I said, okay, I, I get it now why you didn't show up. You know, every now and then he might've showed up when he didn't have to work, you know, cause I I just blamed it on work. He, he was working late since late, you know, at night and stuff like that, and third shift and stuff like that. So, but I still, you know, as a child, I just wanted my dad to be there to kind of show off and, and 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 be his number one guy, right? But when he said that to me, I said, oh, okay. So I began to understand him. I released him. I said, I can't not hold that against him any longer. God forgive me. And we've been we've been tight anyway but i just was able to be more open and, and open my heart even more so i had to face my fears that's just one fear stage number four now this is where i'm at again is a rebirth and i take the rebirth like seasons you know every day you know you lay down and you get up it's like a rebirth now it's different from the bible now you, you that rebirth you have that baptism and, you, and it's symbolic go into the water and you come back out Now, I I take it like a rebirth, like we all came out of our mother's womb. That water broke and there was a rebirth. But I also take it in the seasons. Right now, this is October in America. So this is in the fall season. We're heading into what winter. So the, 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 the fall have always taught me to learn to let things go. Winter teaches me that all things must die. Why? Because there's going to be a cycle. Because now the spring is coming back. And if, and if the sun come back to a certain point in the sky, watch this, after three days, the sun comes back to a, it start to move back forward again, that means spring is coming without the sun, the S-U-N, not the S-O-N. This is what we got confused in the Bible. And that's a whole nother story there, but it comes back in three days. It's like it's a death and it comes back in three days. And if it comes back in three days, start moving forward. We know that spring is coming. Right. So when spring is coming, we know that what has died is going to become what rebirth new again, the grass, the flowers, the seeds are starting to come starting to bud and come back again. Watch this. In the last stage that I experienced was applying. Now the wisdom is like what I'm doing now with the podcast, applying the wisdom that you learn from your rebirth. You apply the wisdom, you share your knowledge You share your wisdom, you share your shortcomings, you share your victories. You do all of those things just to share with people. And if they can learn from you, then you have become a blessing to them. So as I'm closing in this inner uh, journey, spiritual journey, part two, understand that your life means something and that you should take your life more serious because those that are in control of this world have taken their role very serious and they have studied us but have you studied yourself they know the potential you have but do you know the potential you have it's imperative to do your own research on the on this world that we are living in because The school systems have failed us. They have not told us the truth about our true history. Uh Ah, so do you your own due diligence as you so choose? But no, as you begin to discover, you can only talk to certain people who have also discovered because not everybody as a, on a collective level will truly understand you because they will think that you are insane. They will think that you are crazy when truth be told, you only, only, only woke up to your God nature until the next time. Family, make it a great day.
0: This episode of AHA moments with Coach Cobb has ended. But your journey towards building a better life continues. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next Uh AHA moment. Thank you you for you for listening.